0: Chapters 17 and 18 in the book of Revelation speak of Mystery Babylon. There's some tough verses in here, but we're going to unravel them and see what they mean. So don't get afraid and don't shy away. You need to know what the Mystery Babylon is about before we read. Chapter 17, there's a woman who is a prostitute and she sits on many waters this prostitute speaks of the world's religions religion is man's effort to reach god there are many religions hindus buddhas buddhist catholics Protestants, there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of different religions, and each one has a system of works that tries to imply to you that if you do what they say, you'll be fine and you'll go to heaven. Christianity is God reaching man. Religion is, is never good. Christianity is always good. Works never get you to heaven, but once you have faith in Jesus Christ and you become a child of God or a Christian, your works will prove that you have made that decision. But understand, if you, if you worship your works and hope that they will get you there, then that's what this chapter calls fornication. You are loving and worshiping the wrong system. And so with that in mind, we'll tackle chapter 17. There came one of the seven angels that had the seven vows and talked with me saying, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute that sits upon many waters. We'll skip over to verse 15 in this chapter and understand who the waters are. It says, The waters which you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. All around the world there's a false sense of hope because of religion. And verse 2 says, The kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Leadership of world powers all around the world worship in some form of religion, which is not true Christianity. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. This is the political leader that we studied. Remember, we have a political leader that's called a beast, and we have a religious leader that's called a beast. This is the man who comes and takes charge, and religion depends on the government to continue and their ministry. The woman was in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and had a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. She was regally dressed. She had a cup full of filthy fornication. That means worshiping a false God or false religion. Upon her head was written Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman, the woman, remember, is religion, drunken with the blood of the saints, with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. The word admiration is not a good word there. It's shock. She was shocked to see that religion was killing the believers. And that is happening today. Not in America yet, but Christians are being beheaded in the Middle East and in the Far East. And the angel said, why are you so shocked? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her. You see, religion rides in on politics, which has the seven bowls and the ten horns. The seven heads, I'm sorry. There have been seven world powers since creation. The first major world power was Babylon, Babylon. And that's where all the pagan rituals and the, the uh, criminal government began. The beast that you saw was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth will wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was, and is, and yet is. The last empire to exist was Rome. We know that we had Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Persia, Greece, and then Rome. Rome was never overcome, it collapsed from within. It collapsed from within due to immorality. The family fell apart in Rome. The corruption was immense in the the government. And it collapsed. But scholars of the Bible say the Roman Empire will be revived. It will come again. So here we see that it was... It is not, it is not during the church age, but it is, it will come back. And it's, and most, many people think that the EU, the European Union, is the making of the revived Roman Empire. It had 10 nations in it. I'm not sure today how many nations are in the EU but that's the ten, head, ten uh, heads. Okay, here's the mind that has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. The mountains represent nations in the Bible. There are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is... And the other is not yet come. And when he comes, he will continue a short time. Seven kings, five are fallen. Rome was in power when this book was written. So that's the one that is. And when he comes, and, and he will come, he will not, he's not yet come, but he will come. And he will continue a short space. So when the Roman Empire is revived, it will be at the beginning of the tribulation and it will only last seven years. And then verse 11, the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, is of the seventh and goeth into perdition. The beast that was and is not, the eighth ruler will come from the seven The seven makes up the Roman Empire. Rome conquered all the known world, and the next ruler will come out of the revived Roman Empire. He will go into perdition. He will end up in the lake of fire. He will be the eighth. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. The beast, the political leader, will appoint ten kings to rule over the revived Roman Empire. One hour means simply a period of time. They have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. One mind means they will all agree with him, They will all support him and stand with him. Then verse 14 is is unbelievable that they make war with the Lamb, and that is a capital L. And the Lamb will overcome them. I guess so. They make war with the Lamb, who is Jesus Christ, who is God. And he's Lord of the Lords and King of Kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. And then in verse 15, we've already talked about that one. The waters which you saw, where the prostitute sits, are peoples and nations, multitudes and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw upon the beast, these shall hate the prostitute. So religion rides in on politics But once these kings are in place and the political leader has power, they turn on religion and destroy it. And the nation shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So the political world will turn on uh, on the religion that exists and destroy them. For God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Babylon is simply here a picture of the heathen religions that came from there that have spread all over the world. So don't be confused. We saw a woman who was Israel. Now we see a prostitute that represents religion. And we see the political leader coming to power, controlling the whole world. Religion is brought in with her, with politics. And then politics turns on her and destroys religion next week we're going to study chapter 18 which is the political system that will exist when this beast takes power thanks for listening and god bless you